Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. During the month of November, this is a beautiful month for the church in its theology and understanding of our connection to God comes alive. And it began on October 31st with All Hallows' Eve, Halloween. And again, early Christians would use mask as a sign to mock evil, to say, because of Jesus Christ, you have no power over us. And so it would mock that. And so we never want to return uh, to turn that uh, day as just purely belonging to evil. It belongs to Christians that prepare us for a beautiful feast day today and what we call the Feast of All Saints, of honoring all men and women before us who live lives that we are connected to, that there is nothing that you and I are experiencing in our lives that hasn't been experienced before. And we can look to people for guidance of how they handled things, but also we can share our passions, our vocations, our careers, our entire way of life to the saints. There's a theology term that's called patron saint. These are a patron saint of a man or a woman who did something in their lives that touched a particular passion or a particular vocation or a way of life that people can identify with. And so I'd like to read you a list that I came across and, and uh, tell you what patron saints are, are there that we can look to for guidance. And remember, th- there are a number of patron saints just for one, for one item. So it can be more than just one saint. St. Joan of Arc, that many of us know, is the patron saint of soldiers. Gregory the Great is the patron saint of teachers. For nurses and for bakers, hmm, St. Athaga, Athaga, and St. Andrew the Apostle for fishermen, for butchers, and for farm workers. All of us are very familiar with St. Anthony of Padua. When we lose items or people are lost, we can pray for guidance uh, and knowing that he helps us search and to help find. Our neighbors to the east, St. Bernard's of Clairvaux, you're the patron saint for beekeepers, and for advertisers. Cosmos is for doctors and pharmacists and surgeons and even for barbers. For scientists, there's Saint Dominic that guides you and you pray for the guidance from God that he can be with you. Saint Cecilia is for musicians and for singers. And also anyone that's working in software engineers or programmers, there's Saint Isidro of Seville. St. Nicholas of Myra is for those who have been falsely accused. St. Peter for fishermen, for sailors, and for bridge builders. St. Philip is for pastry chefs. That's a good one, huh? St. Martha for dietitians and for cooks. And St. Jerome's for librarians. St. Joachim, who is married to St. Anne and was the parents of the Blessed Mother, that's the tradition for Christians that would say, for fathers and for grandfathers and grandparents and for married couples. St. Jude is very familiar, a favorite to many people for hopeless cases. And St. Daniel of Padua is for prisoners. 
And St. Anthony, another one, is for senior citizens. St. Sebastian for athletes, especially football players and coaches. So that's why Sunny Slope won a lot of games, because I had a special devotion to St. Uh, um, Sebastian. And St. Francis Xavier Cabrini, uh, what, called Mother Cabrina for immigrants. And there's a little prayer that you can say to her. If you're looking for a, a spot to, uh, to park and everything's full, you can say a prayer to her, and it works every time. I've tried it. Mother Cabrini, Mother Cabrini, find a little spot for my little machini. And I think that'll work for you, huh? And St. Nicholas for children, St. Dominic Savoie for teenagers, and finally, St. Patrick for engineers and paralegals. What this tells us is that we are not separated from God or from people in the past who lived lives that have been dedicated to God, that we are in union with them, that the church on earth is also in union with the church in heaven, that we just aren't separated or say, oh, they've gone before us and that we can't see them, we can't talk to them anymore. It's not like it used to be. The beautiful second reading today from 1 John tells us that we have all been given the title. We are children of God. So when someone claims us as a child and we're their children, nothing will ever separate us from that bond or love. Parents know this, and people who love the children know this as well, that at times they'll do anything for their children. And even at times when we feel separated or we feel lost, that that title is never taken away. And so we are reminded that what we're experiencing in life now, isolation, illness, uncertainty, anxiety or fear, but also our joys and our passion and our love for people, all the things we humanly experience have been done before. And there are people that we tug on their cloak to say, remember us in prayer. Sometimes people think that we worship saints. We don't. That's not even close to that. When you and I here on earth ask for each other's prayers, you know, my grandpa or grandma is ill. I got a big test coming. Uh, there's a possible move in my life or a career change. Would you keep me in prayer? You're not worshiping another person. You're tugging at their cloak and saying, ask God to help me. Ask God to give me divine wisdom and guidance. And that's what the saints do. So you can look up one of your saints as well, whether it's something that you really need, because I've looked up some. There are some for amazing things, and there's also crazy ones. I found out the other day that St. Bonaventure is the patron saint of bowels. <laughs> you know, and there's weird ones as well. I saw one for gamblers as well and stuff. But that means that God is always connected with his people here on earth. Another thing that happens is on November 2nd, the church has another feast day that is called All Souls Day. Again, that we don't lose the people who have died from here on earth and are with God, that we're still connected. Scripture reminds us that we remember those who have died. And to know that they still live with us, not only through memory, but that they pray for us at that eternal banquet that we all hope to go to. And so our parish this year, again, and we'll do this safely for you, is to have on our website, just look at our parish website and you see the address there, of 
placing the name of a deceased loved one on our book of remembrance. You can do that by going on the website, typing in as many names as you would like on there. And we will be praying each Sunday during November for the names that are going to be on our book of remembrance there. And so you are connected and that you are not lost on your own. And so when people feel like life's not worth it, everything's falling apart, it's not the way I think it should be going, God must be mad at me, I feel like I'm being punished for something, put those things aside and know that during November, the theology is you are God's children and nothing will ever separate us from that, even in death. There's a beautiful prayer that I knew from a priest long ago named Father Richard Milligan. He had a powerful influence on my life and on my priesthood. And um, there was a prayer, as I used to serve for him, that I promised always to use, and I rediscovered it when I did his funeral a number of years ago. And it's the final prayer that I pray over someone, and anyone who's been buried at St. Patrick's, I say this prayer. Heavenly Father, we give them back to you as you once gave them to us. And just as you did not lose them in the giving, so we don't lose them by their return to you. And so November is a beautiful month. There's a saint watching over you. Just tug and pray. Whatever profession, whatever struggle, Whatever joy, whatever passion you have, you are being remembered. And when we lose loved ones, we don't lose them because we will one day enjoy their company and friendship in God's kingdom. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 